Well, hey there, this is Keith. Listen, before we start the episode today, I just wanted to take a moment and speak directly to anyone who might be listening who's still in the closet. Well, the first thing I want to tell you is that's perfectly okay. Do what is best for you when it is best. Never let anyone else pressure you in this decision. But let's say that you are thinking about coming out, or there's a part of you that really does want to come out, but you want to do so very carefully, very slowly, very strategically, and even very selectively. Well, if that's you, my friend, I've got you covered. I want you to go to the show notes and use a link there to check out my Selective Outage Method digital course. I think you're going to be surprised, and I believe it'll help you as you plan your coming out. All right, let's get on with the podcast. Hello, and welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm Keith Brown. The primary, not exclusive, focus of this podcast is to help those who are 45 years of age and older and part of the LGBTQ plus family turn their hurting into healing and their healing into happiness. Some of the subjects that we will include are spiritual trauma, shame, family dynamics, relationships, coming out issues, bisexuality, dating, mindset, and of course, faith development. Two disclaimers though, please. The first is this. The views expressed on this podcast are either those of myself or my guest and should be considered as such. And number two, I am not a licensed therapist, nor am I a medical professional. If you need either of those services, please do consult a licensed professional. Otherwise, grab a cup of coffee, have a seat at my table, and let's chat on this episode of Coffee with Keith. Hello, friend, and welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm your host, Keith Brown, and I am so glad that you have taken a few moments out of your busy schedule to listen to this podcast. You know, maybe you're driving or you're washing dishes or you're walking in the park, whatever the case may be. I cannot tell you how much of a privilege it is for me to be able to share these concepts and these teachings and these interviews and everything with you. It is one of the greatest pleasures of my life. So thank you for allowing me to do that. Thank you for listening. And thank you for sharing this podcast because you sharing is the way that we are reaching. And I just, from the bottom of my heart, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. All right. I want to talk about a subject today, and I'm not going to take a very long time to talk about this, but I do think it is important to at least say, and you know, this is, again, I'm going to tell you, as as it says in the introduction, this is a Keithism. This is something I believe and something that I have witnessed. And honestly, I think it's true. But again, you can take it with a grain of salt or you can take it as something, you know, maybe he's right. And maybe I need to really take this seriously in my life. Okay. So what is what am I talking about? Well, one of the things that I do is deal with trauma. You know, I, when I coach people, when I have counseled people in the past, I have dealt with all types of trauma, people that have, you know, grief over the loss of a loved one or uh, going through divorce or a child that has run away or a child that is estranged or, you know, it's all kinds of trouble, spiritual trauma, you know, you name it, I've dealt with it in my past, the last 35 years. But one of the things that I often have is I have people come to me and they say, Keith, you know, I went through the trauma of a broken relationship. Now, it can be, you know, a girlfriend-boyfriend or a boyfriend-boyfriend or a marriage through a divorce. And let me tell you, folks, as someone who has gone through divorce, I know that a breakup hurts. I mean, it really hurts. And 
regardless of the reason and regardless of who is at major at fault in a divorce or a breakup, I think that most everybody on both sides go through some type of trauma. Now, the degree of that trauma certainly can vary from person to person and relationship to relationship. But I do believe that when we go through a type of romantic breakup, there is trauma that is present. So my first little caution here, this is really not the topic of our episode, but I just want to parenthetically add it here, if I may. The first thing that I just want to say here is it's just a little warning. And I'm going to tell you that I am sharing this with you, and I'm encouraging you to do as I say, not as Keith did. Okay, let me explain what I mean. I do believe, and my experience tells me in all the years of working with people, that when a person goes through a romantic breakup, there needs to be some time to heal. There needs to be some time to work through and process the trauma of that breakup because it usually does leave scars. And I think it's important for us to do that. And what I have often found in my work, again, is people will come to me, and even when I have coached or counseled in my pastoral counseling days, uh, married couples, for instance, and a lot of times in a second marriage, the percentage of those success rates are vastly reduced, by the way. But one of the reasons that I see a lot of conflict in those is because the people jumped right back in to another relationship. So that's just my warning. So why do I say do as I say and not as I did? Because quite honestly, my current marriage, I went into extremely quickly after my divorce. And um, although I don't recommend it, I will tell you that it has worked out beautifully for me. Um, I'm very happily married to my wife, who um, knows all about me, obviously, and what I do and, and supports me in every way. But, you know, I got lucky. And I admit that I got lucky. And truthfully, I knew this, my wife, before we ever started dating. We had been friends for a while. So it wasn't like she was a stranger. So I knew her. We were friends, et cetera. And, and so it worked out in my favor. But that's just a word of caution for you, okay? So if you're going through a breakup, give yourself some time. I think it's important. All right. Now, here's the meat of what this episode is about. I have a lot of people come to me after that time, whatever that perfect time is for you, and they say, Keith, you know what? I did go through trauma. I did go through the heartache. I did go through the brokenness. But, you know, I've really gotten to a point where I feel like I'm ready to open myself up to another relationship. And I'm ready to attract somebody into my life that I can partner with and hopefully fall in love with and have, you know, the, the wonderful life with. And I get that and I applaud that. And I think that's a wonderful thing. But here's the thing that I want to caution people about. And I see this quite often. And I'm going to tell you, I'm just going to tell you from my own perspective. I see people after they go through a breakup. They have to vent. Why? Because they're going through trauma. So what do they do? Instead of going to someone who can be trusted, for instance, a therapist or a coach uh, or a pastor, and talking this out in confidentiality and getting it out of them and allowing this talk therapy to be beneficial, and even behavioral therapy or cognitive behavioral therapy, whatever the case may be in this, in this situation, what do they often do? They use the therapy of social media. Yeah, you've seen it too, right? I'm, I, listen, I'm not the only one, right? 
Have you ever gone on Instagram or Facebook or any of these social medias and TikTok now? Oh, my goodness. It is full of these videos where people get on and they rip their ex a new one, right? You've seen those. Now, I understand the motivation of that. I mean, I really do. You've been hurt. This person has hurt you. You're angry. You want to lash out. I get that. That's trauma. That's, that's part of the experience of trauma. But all I'm saying is this is a very bad way to do it. Why? Number one, it makes you look bad and it makes you look petty. I don't even care if people side with you. It still doesn't make you look good. Again, I know why you're doing it. And I'm not trying to gaslight you here. I'm not trying to, you know, browbeat you or anything. I'm just, I just, as your coach, I'm trying to encourage you to think about this because other people will judge you based on your post. And if you are lashing out and belittling somebody else, then that's very negative energy you're putting out into the world. And negative attracts negative. You may get people on your post and go, oh, you you know, I'm there for you. I, I understand, you know, you didn't deserve this. And they start feeding that. And they start, you know, basically um, validating this nastiness, actually. And honestly, I don't think that brings healing. And I don't think that that brings proper um, resolution, if you will, to the therapy. But here's even another reason, and I think maybe it's even more important in my mind. I believe that if you do this, then you are hurting your chances of attracting the right person, the right next person. Because in most cases, who do you want? You want someone of good character. You want someone who is honest. You want someone who is kind. You want someone who is honest. You want someone who you can depend on. You want someone who will invest themselves in you. But let me tell you, when I went through my divorce and I was on, at the time, I was pretty much just on Facebook. You know, some of this was, you know, whatever time it was. But, um, and, and, and I can tell you that when I was ready to, to, to enter back into the, quote, dating pool, when I saw women my age, uh, in my case, because I am uh, heteroromantic, uh, bisexual, but heteroromantic. When I saw these women post things about men, not only sometimes their ex specifically, but a lot of times men in general, dogging them, telling men are awful, men can't be trusted, men are scum, men will lie to you, men, 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 men. Now, I get that. Again, it's coming from a point of pain. It's coming from their, their trauma. It's coming from their hurt. I get that. But can you see how that would not attract a person to you? So this is just my coaching suggestion today. Even in the midst of your pain, even in the midst of your trauma, be careful what you say and where you say it, because you ultimately want to attract that beautiful, perfect person into your life. I encourage you to express yourself in A, journaling, B, maybe in one or two very close friends who you can depend on, and three, most importantly, a therapist or a coach. 
or a pastor. If you are part of a church and you have a pastor as gifted in counseling, then you know that's okay too. So anyway, that's my suggestion. Um, I've seen this so many times. I felt it deserved a little bit of airtime. So um, let me know what you think. If you agree, um, uh, you can reach out to me on social media. Connect with me on Instagram at the, T-H-E, J, Keith Brown. Join me on Instagram and let's have the conversation. Also, before I go and get out of here, let me just remind you that we've got a couple of brand new memberships going. You probably heard the ad at the beginning of this podcast. These are brand new, just starting. Get in, be one of the founders. Let's get this thing going. Let's make it a strong community where we can get healing and coaching and love and support. Um, so, you know, be open to that and check it out if you will. Just go to jkeithbrown.com and look under memberships. All right. Anyway, that's it for this podcast. Until next time. Heal your hurts, move your mountains, and may God bless you. Bye-bye. Well, there you go, my friend. This episode of Coffee with Keith. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Now, please stick around. One more announcement I want to give you. God bless you. See you next time.